my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you become the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a purposeful and fulfilling life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 548. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, something really important to talk about. And it's what happens when you get to know yourself. It's what happens when you really get to know yourself, when when you're willing to dig through the layers and celebrate each element of yourself, the good and the bad. It's what happens when you're willing to reinvent yourself time and time again better each time. And that's realizing that the world, the the universe, the cosmos, what is around you is so much bigger than you. You are a powerful individual person, but life is so much larger than you. There are larger powers at play. And you can call it religion, you can call it energy, you can call it spirituality. But if you're like me and you've dedicated years maybe of your life to knowing yourself, you've probably come to realize this as well. And in that sense, this episode, I want to talk about the power of prayer. And that might come out of left field if you listen to the podcast regularly, because I never talk about religion or God or divine belief systems at all. It's never been a a part of my approach to mindfulness. Mindfulness for me has always been a mix of the logical and, you know, belief and pragmatic spirituality. And I'd say my love for mindfulness, for radical self-honesty, It comes from our ability to be objective and logical, to break down life's complexities using patience and calm and logic, and then add to that a pinch of spirituality, and voila, it's life-changing. But religious beliefs or, or religious practices, they've never played an overt role in that process. But even so, I think prayer is an important part of knowing yourself, growing yourself. And I'm not talking about religious prayer. It's more spiritual prayer. So I think this will definitely resonate with you, whether you're you know, spiritual, religious, or a staunch atheist, or somewhere in between. 
personally for me, if, if it matters to you for context, I was raised Catholic. Um, I went to the University of Notre Dame, a very Catholic institution. I went to Mass every week. But in my adult life, I wouldn't say I'm a practicing Catholic. I'm certainly spiritual, and I adhere to the ethics and the morals that I grew up being taught in the church, but I'm no longer you know, religious in that sense. And that's just where I'm at at 35. But despite that title, I still pray. And I want to talk about this in a really practical sense. And so the headline for this episode is that through prayer, we are able to speak to the universe, to what's around us. And if we're listening, it speaks back to us. Prayer is a bridge that you build for yourself. It's a bridge between confusion and clarity, you know, being down and being hopeful, doubting yourself and finding peace. It's a bridge. The prayer that I'm talking about is where you lay it all out there, the good, the bad, the ugly, the questions, the answers. You lay it all out there for yourself to hear for your larger existence to hear. There's no need for fancy words or, or you know, repeating prayers or some solemn, you know, po- poetry. It's just straight talk. You acknowledge the mess, the job stress, the family drama, the relationship drama, your to-do list, your anxiety. But then, and the crucial part is, you pivot to gratitude. And it's gratitude, but it's not in a preachy, everything is sunshine and rainbows way. It's real, tangible prayer. Prayer in the sense that has been so uplifting for me, it's not about, you know, venting or or daydreaming. It's about gaining perspective by recognizing the challenges. Through that, you're validating your feelings and you recognize that it's okay. And prayer in this sense, it's about clarity. It's about finding your footing in a world that, you know, feels like it's spinning out of control. And I'll back up and say that what really kickstarted this idea of prayer as a part of your mindfulness practice, for me, it was kickstarted many years ago, maybe a decade ago. I came across this quote that I've had written in my notes forever. Um, It's a quote from a book called Their Eyes Were Watching God. It's quite a popular book, Their Eyes Were Watching God. It's by um, Zora Neale Hustrin. And the quote is so simple, but it, it spoke to me in such big ways. The quote was, there are years that ask questions and years that answer. There are years that ask questions and years that answer. And man, I remember reading that in my 20s, call it when I was 25. And I was like, man, that's such a beautiful sentence. And I think it's true. You know, I think it's true that some years ask questions and some years answer. And now being 35, I know it's true. (laughs) I know it's true. But at the time I was like, man, that's a nice notion. I wonder, I wonder what kind of years I'm in right now. And then obviously as each year came and went, I would look back on each. I was like, yes, this was a year of questions. Yes, this was a year of of answers or affirmations. And that quote has always stuck with me. There are years that ask questions and years that answer, but more so the title of the book also stayed with me. Their eyes were watching God. Their eyes were watching God. And even though personally, to my point, I have felt less drawn to the semantics of religious practice and more to the spiritual, logical side of its teachings, I continued in in my 20s and early 30s to be drawn in a sense of feeling something bigger than myself, my eyes on something bigger than myself, outside of myself, looking outside of myself for questions and answers. And for me, a, a simple daily prayer has been my connection to this sense. Again, it's not religious in nature, it's spiritual, and it's been a great source of clarity for me. Prayer for me has served as a reminder that We're not just human beings bumping into each other in a material world, but we're also like spiritual energies, entities connected in a sense. It's, you know, my understanding of prayer, the way the role it plays in my life is a practical understanding about 
the things we do, they ripple not only through our immediate surroundings, but also through a broader spiritual connection. And this spirituality that I'm talking about here, it isn't about, you know, traditional religious, you know, rituals or dogmas. It's, it's more immediate. It's about feeling a deep connection to the energy of life, understanding that our every action and thought and intention, it sends energy out into something bigger than us. And this kind of spirituality, but it, it's practical, it's hands-on, it's hearts open, it's about being present in the world, acknowledging that each and every one of us are part of, of a larger web of life, where what we do matters. It matters on a grand scale for ourselves and those around us. It's about embracing the chaos of life, the beauty of life, and doing so with grace. It's about acknowledging that life is complex. But prayer for me is about seeing this spiritual energy, not just in like, you know, a religious sense, but in, I see it in, in the resilience of the human spirit in our pursuit of clarity. It's a spirituality that celebrates that even in our human moments of doubt, there's a powerful undercurrent of connection for each and every one of us. So for me, this spirituality as practiced through daily prayer, it's one that, you know, brings out of us courage and authenticity, a pursuit of truth and clarity, and it encourages us then to live fully and leave an imprint in life. It's a spirituality that encourages us, encourages us to be part of something larger than ourselves, something more profound, something more spiritual, yet at the same time, it grounds us in our everyday lives. And I'll add a quote here from uh, author David Brooks, who really explains what I felt, why I turned to prayer, non-religious prayer. He said that in life, you have to draw on something outside of yourself to deal with the forces inside of yourself. You have to draw on something outside of yourself to deal with the forces inside of yourself. And I think that's beautifully said. And this is the power of prayer. Prayer allows for you to zoom out and get powerful clarity of what's within. Prayer allows for you to clarify your intentions, your gratitude, your motivations by looking outside of yourself. And so for, for me, you know, prayer is not what kind of maybe it was when you were a kid or what a lot of people think it is. It's not sitting down and asking whatever higher power you believe in for something. It's not a prayer of asking for something, asking for a gift, asking for relief, asking for some outcome. Dear XYZ, please grant me XYZ. Prayer in the form of what I'm talking about here, it's a way for you to clarify your intentions, to clarify what's on your heart. It's a way to respect your power within by looking outside of yourself, zoomed out. It's a form of clarity. And I'll give examples here in a moment, but this is the, the mindful prayer I'm talking about. It's the art of zooming out and seeking clarity. It's the art of tapping into what's inside of you and vocalizing it, connecting with something bigger outside of you by vocalizing it. And for me at 35 now, I say a prayer every, every evening before I sleep. It's a time during the day, of course, where things are calm and quiet, where I have the day's reflection on my heart and I can finally vocalize it simply and without any judgment. And for me, I'm not addressing God or a specific higher power or a religious entity. I'm not reciting a prayer. For me, it's addressing myself through a zoomed out view. I'm not asking for anything. I'm simply clarifying what's on my heart. I'm using the purest form of mindfulness, which is sharing my feelings, but I'm doing it in a spiritual sense of acknowledging that the world, that the, there's power that's larger than myself. I am a small part of something much larger. And so every evening when I sit in silence and in calm, and I recognize, for instance, that day, my, my anxious state, I've been feeling anxious. I say, 
Thank you for allowing me to find clarity in feeling anxious. Thank you for allowing me to have this insight. Thank you for my ability to choose confidence instead of fear and positive thoughts instead of doubt. Thank you for my ability to choose light over darkness, to be inspired by the same in the people around me. Or maybe I'm feeling jealous or resentful. I say, thank you for this clarity. I can let go. I can forgive. I have the power to find peace. Thank you for my ability to do so. Or in a moment of doubt, I might say, thank you for this clarity. Thank you for my ability to see the good in myself and choose that instead of doubt. Thank you for my power to keep moving forward even when I feel doubt, right? And obviously, as you can see, these are more like affirmations and less religious prayer. It's somewhere in the middle of, of affirmation and, and spirituality. I speak to the world around me, and through that, I find strength. Not so much in my individual words, but in the faith that follows through vocalizing what's on my heart. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash new mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash new mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. And this practice is, is distinct from like journaling or literally speaking mantras or affirmations because it's live. It's unrehearsed. There's no script. I'm not answering a question. It's a moment of rawness and honesty. It, it's pushed from my heart to my head into words. And it's an acknowledgement within that of a world larger than myself. And I just want to encourage you to find a version of this that works for you because it brings clarity into your life and clarity is life-changing. You can call it prayer if you'd like. You can call it 
I don't know, spiritual affirmation or whatever, don't get lost in the nomenclature of it being prayer or if you're religious or not religious. There's no right word or right path for conversing with yourself and with the larger universe. There's no right or wrong way to address what you deem to be the powers that surround you and guide you, the world around you, the, the universe, the cosmos, whatever. You, of course, are free, and I encourage you to consider what you believe in, where you came from, religion, ethics, values, morals, all of that. But following that, find a way to talk to yourself and, most importantly, the world around you, a zoomed out view, zoom in and zoom out. And really, you know, what I just described with the examples, it's equal parts gratitude and equal parts inquiry. It's about gratitude that says, thank you for my ability to understand myself. And from there, it's about radical self Q&A. It's acknowledgement that just like there are years that ask questions and years that answer, it's your duty as someone who's been given the gift of life. It's your duty to clarify questions and answers. It's your duty to say, thank you for my ability to be honest with myself, but what the heck is going on? What is going on? Why do I feel anxious? Why do I feel lost? Why do I feel left behind? You vocalize that through prayer. Pray about it. Pray about it. Say it. Say what frustrates you, what confuses you. There's power in the words you use, not just because of, of your faith and what surrounds you and perhaps religion, but because clarity comes when you ask questions. Answers only come when you ask questions. And if the only role prayer plays in your life is that of asking more questions, well, then it's played an enormously powerful role in your life that can't be overlooked. And when you start finding clarity around you and you start finding answers, right? There are years that provide answers. Pray for gratitude. Pray for permanence. Pray. Practice mindfulness in that sense. So really, this is just a, an episode to encourage you to practice mindfulness, to put your feelings on trial, and to include a spiritual element if you feel so inclined. But the basis is still the same. How do I feel? Why do I feel this way? How do I feel? Why do I feel this way? Pray about it. Pray about it. In a world that sometimes feels like it's literally spinning off its axis, it's about to tip over, to find a moment of, of calm in the form of prayer, it can change everything. Right? Again, it's not about traditional prayer or religious beliefs. It's about taking a moment for yourself to sort through the clutter in your mind and in your heart, to express your frustrations, to lay them all out clearly, to ask questions, to affirm answers. It's like making a, a list of everything that's on your heart and shifting gears within that and acknowledging everything, your ability to act on clarity and gratitude, right? Prayer isn't about solving your problems. It's not about demanding answers. It's about giving yourself a moment to breathe, to recognize what's weighing you down, but also what's lifting you up. And it's not about asking answers from a higher power. Give me answers. Give me this outcome. It's about using gratitude as a balance to what's on your heart in the form of frustration. And in moments of quiet reflection, quiet prayer, you can find a clear path forward if you're willing to ask those questions of yourself and affirm the answers. So that's it. I hope this gave you something to think about the power of prayer in your life. If this was helpful, I'd be so grateful if you share this episode with a friend. And if you're enjoying the podcast, if you could leave a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that would mean a lot. But that's it. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out.
son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. You don't need a lot of money to do more with it. Join Padma Lakshmi, Viola Davis, and Fidelity's Women Talk Money team during our free Women's History Month series as we get real about ways you can start planning and saving for the future you want so you can feel good about your money every step of the way. Save your seat today at fidelity.com slash WHM. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, member NYSE, SIPC.